Hey guys, WFA and the Kid here, today with another Yankees podcast. Slightly more positive uh, than the last time I checked in. Still in August, not in a playoff position for the Yankees, is not where you want to be. That being said, we are two games behind the Red Sox for the last wildcard spot, and three games behind the Athletics for the first wildcard spot. Now, I feel like we definitely have improved. Again, winning a lot of series. We do struggle with the sweep sometimes, but winning series we have shined at, especially the last 10 series or so, definitely won the majority of them. I believe we are 7-3 um, and three in our last 10 after tonight's loss to the Royals, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, tonight against the Royals, we did lose 8-4, to four, sadly. Game started off pretty back and forth-ish, then we got to later, got to our bullpen, and things kind of took a turn for the worse. Can't really blame the hitters today, they did their job, Higashioka had a home run. Although, speaking about Higashioka, he did have two hours today, which is once in a blue moon for him. He is a great catcher, in my opinion, underrated. I honestly feel that he could be um, the main catcher for a little bit of a lesser team like, I don't know, for example, like the Orioles. I feel like he could be a starting catcher somewhere else. Sort of like an Austin Romine situation. It was interesting when we had Romine, Higashioka, Sanchez, because those are three starting caliber catchers, really, and I still believe that Higashioka could be that. However, he's not used to this day-after-day-after-day play, but with Sanchez not available right now, we we have to put our faith in him. And he's been decent for the most part. Again, hitting could be a little better. Did have a nice home run tonight. Um, he, but well, I do say hitting could be a little bit better in terms of the average. That doesn't mean that he's not swinging the ball very hard. He had a massive ground rule double against the Mariners to help get us back into that game. And even last night in that wild game against the Royals, he hit the ball hard. Then I uh, got rewarded for it tonight with a home run. But um, let's talk a little bit about last night's game. That is definitely a topic of conversation. <laughs> the first time in history that a team has blown lead. And not one, not two, not three, but four consecutive innings, and particularly these numbers, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th innings, blown leads for the New York Yankees, which contrib- which led to a five-hour game down there in Kansas City, ultimately did le- um, end up with us taking the W, got the win, 8-6 against Kansas City in the 11th inning. However, you look back, and Brett Gardner technically did get what turned out to be the game-winning RBI. But you look back at that and you say, hmm, we won because a ball hit somebody in the face. Without that, they were all tied at 6-6. We would have been going to a 12th inning. And that wasn't the only weird thing that happened. There was a ball hit off the base. It was going right uh, right, right to the guy. He was going to step on the bag. But instead, it, took, it was weird ricochet off the base. So many weird, weird things happened in that game. The mirroring, how every team mirrored, starting in the seventh inning. In the top of the seventh, 1-1 for the Yankees, 1-1 for the Royals for the seventh. Um, 
then same thing in the eighth, same thing in the ninth, two apiece in the tenth, which made it which made it five five. Then that's right, we got three in the top of the eleventh. Royals took one. And the thing is, while we did get the win, it took a lot for us to get the win. It, it took too much for us to get the win. There was too many times where we were one striker, one out away from winning, and we we don't take it seriously. The pitchers, they they're not forceful enough. They don't. It's not necessarily that. It's just we don't execute. Our relievers did not execute when we were so close. They kind of let their guard down, and maybe a little bit. I don't know what it was, but it kept happening over and over again, and it's so annoying. To play with the emotions like that, I don't know. So many times I was thinking for sure, this is it. Get to go to sleep. It's done. We've won the game. And then Britain blows it, and then this guy blows it. It was... It was so many... I was so sure of myself in my head that we were going to get the win right here, right there. One out of way. It's done. But that just shows you how unpredictable sports can be. And sometimes it's worth staying up till 1am for. Definitely one of the crazier games this year. And very interesting. But I would be remorsed if I did not bring up one player in particular in this podcast. No other than number 11, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner wasn't even expected to be here this year. But he is. They signed him as what? Backup to the backup outfielder. Backup outfielder. Not a starting outfielder. Not whatsoever. But with the injuries we've had and the the COVID does not help with all these people out with COVID like Rizzo at the moment. And and other guys. Cole Montgomery. That also definitely doesn't help. But with all these guys out, he has played such a big role. Such a big role. No, he doesn't necessarily lead us. He's not necessarily up there in home runs. No, his average is not the best. But he does so many things. If you look at Brett Gardner, after every strikeout, after every out, he'll go into the dugout and he will react. He is angry after every out. Because you don't know how many more you have left. Yes, but also that shows what kind of player he is. He cares about every at-bat. He values every at-bat. And you could see that by the way he he takes every at-bat. He, the way he fouls it off. He stays in counts. He is a gritty, old-school player. And there's not many Yankees like that left. Only Yankee we still have from that 9 World Series team. And I don't know. I feel like we definitely would not have won as many games as we won without him. No, I'm not saying we would be down there with the Orioles. But I think... Definitely four or five games we would be lost without him. Especially, do you see that walk-off he did the other night against Seattle? Uh, was out in Ocean City on vacation. Didn't quite watch that live, but the highlights. He is just a player that too many people take for granted. A 37-year-old doing it after all these years. And he is fast. He is speedy. He still has wheels. He... He is an all-around player. There's not players like him any. There's not many players that still work as hard as Brett today. And, of course, a, a little bit of luck helps sometimes. A little bit of luck yesterday in Kansas City to, to get us that win and for Brett Gardner to get that RBI. But still, sometimes, sometimes that's what you need. 
And for all of these reasons combined, that why Brett Gardner is the way he is. That is why he is my grandfather's favorite player. Some other people I know definitely like him as well. But I am very grateful that I get to see Brett Gardner and that the Yankees have kept him. Another interesting thing, Field of Dreams, Thursday night against Chicago. That is going to be a sight. That is, I am very excited to see that. Two good teams. I think it'll be a good game. Just to get to them, just to see a game at the Field of Dreams. I'm so happy that the Yankees are going to be a part of that. Alright, I am going to leave that right here. Hopefully the Yankees can continue to build on this winning series. Hopefully we take the rubber game of the series tomorrow, 2 Eastern, against Kansas City. I don't like losing to teams that have losing records. It's it's annoying, really. Especially when you have chances and all these guys left on base. It's very annoying. And another thing that I forgot to bring up. I'm sorry, I know I just said I was going to end it, but I just want to bring this last thing up. The amount of people we leave on base in a game is just unreal. It's not like we don't have chances. And that's why I'm saying we have been playing well these last 15 games or so. It's just the execution isn't always there. Last night, the execution with the relievers wasn't necessarily there. The execution with getting these guys home is not necessarily always there. And these little things can contribute. They build up. They get you thinking. They get you worrying. Sometimes they stay in a player's mind. And it's just... It's very annoying. When you have bases loaded, it's really like a pet peeve. You never want to leave the bases loaded. It's like you're letting off the other team too easily. It's never a good feeling. And we do it way too often. We had like 11 guys left on base yesterday. I don't even know. It's there are a lot of little things that the Yankees need to fix. Severino and Kluber. That's right. He had the no-hitter in Texas earlier this year. They should be coming back. Hopefully, that helps us. But we haven't necessarily been that bad pitching recently. Anyway, definitely going to watch... Uh, well, I watch every Yankees game, really. But definitely looking forward to that Field of Dreams game. Um, and that about does it for this podcast. Alright, guys. Thank you. Have a great night.